around the world and home again. That's the sailor's way. Faster. 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 There is no earthly way to which direction we are going. There is no knowing where we are going or which way the river is flowing. Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane blowing? Not a speck of light showing. So the danger is they must be growing. The fires of hell are glowing. The grizzly reaper mowing. Oh yes. Danger must be growing. For the rowers keep on rowing. And they're certainly not showing any signs. They're slowing. Stop the boat. Hey guys, it's Alex from the past. Ooh, I'm from the past. And I just want to tell you I thought that poem was kind of awesome because the character I'm playing is from the past right now. Alex from the future was a naughty boy and doesn't get to talk during this episode. Anyway, as, as I was saying, uh, R.I.P.D. <laughs> starring Ryan Reynolds and R.I.P. Uh, Gene Wilder, who played Mr. Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which features a hellishly disturbing scene called The Boat Trip, uh, which features what I just did. By your look, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, actually, okay. uh, we just, I just watched that a couple weeks ago oh, for right, yeah. no reason, just because it's terrifying. Uh, that is, I'm going to say, the sixth time I've done this on that show. Uh, I I adore that film from the moment Wonka does the somersault to them getting in the glass elevator. Boy, does the beginning of that movie suck because there's no Gene Wilder. <laughs> Just all old people in bed together. Oh, boy. Uh, it's. I mean, I guess I Got a Golden Ticket part is kind of exciting, yeah. but every other... Oh, boy, is that... So, I love Gene Wilder. Uh, rest in peace, good sir. That... Uh, not that it's a big loss, because, I mean, he's 83, and <laughs> yeah. he was he had a severe, debilitating mental disease, and, you know, that's probably better for him. But, uh, you know, fucking good career. Good for him. Like it. Did he did he survive to your generation, or do you just know that that's the guy from Willy Wonka and that one guy from that one meme? Uh, young Frankenstein I watched as a kid, but I don't know if that's really, I mean, you know. No, that's a well-respected one. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a big one. Um, I watched uh, what the haunting. What was it? The something. I don't know. It was a Gene Wilder movie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know all of them. I, I pretty much Damn. know the Mel yeah, Brooks ones was... and uh, Willy Wonka and the ones he did with Pryor. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't remember the name of it, but I will find out eventually. Yes. So we uh, we lost Gene Wilder, and I thought I'd do a screaming thing. Um, if there was no screaming thing at the start of the show, that's because I um, I broke the um, equipment terribly, <laughs> and uh, Michael had to cut it. Which feel free to, because I heard that um, that crapping out. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm surprised about that because I've screamed on the show many times before, and I don't remember it. I don't remember dying on such a pussy level. Haunted honeymoon. Yeah. Wasn't good in my opinion. That's, I mean, it was okay, but sounds like a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so this is the Alex cast. I'm Alex. That's producer Michael on the, on the ones and twos. And Wicca Wicca, indeed. He's, uh, directing the next Thor movie. <laughs> that's a, that's a joke for like seven nerds. See, they get, the guy yeah. who's directing the next Thor movie, his mm -hmm. name kind of sounds like Wicca Wicca, which you can't come up with off the top of my head, but.
I assure you, it's funny. Probably slightly racist. But since I don't know his ethnicity at all, it probably can't be racist. I just was saying something about his name. Here's a message of importance to millions of people who are continually pale and washed out, weak and run down. Blah. Memory work. Blah. Power and weakness. Blah. Women, particularly 15 and Uh, yes. Okay. We're back. I opened a window, guys. Now, now, now you know. I'm opening a window to the backstage of the show that... Who's getting hot in here? And uh, we cannot take off all our clothes. So, I mean, I guess we could. It would just be really awkward. Like, yeah, physically about, and socially. Talk about Wicca Wicca. We could get naked and paint each other with goat's blood. Yeah, I do have that wicker man in the back. And that would be like a wicked Wicca Wicker man. Ooh. That, my friend, was alliteration. God bless all those alliteratives. Did I ever say that to Alex? Yes, I did. Welcome to the show. Uh, that is me. What are uh, topics? I don't. I, again, I I've been doing this show for five plus years, and I never know how to start. What do we start with? All right. What's 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 going on with you, Michael? Alex Cast theme song. That's a joke for seven nerds. That uh, they'll be like, hey, that's pretty funny. What Alex did right there. That's a playoff of the Master Ninja theme song from Mystery Science Theater 3000. And now I've sung twice. I've done nothing for the past week. Yeah, I didn't really think about anything for this. All right, so here's my notes we have for this week. Talk about uh, 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 Billy Inlet. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to pitch that we watch a shitty movie for next week. And I have a theory about why H.P. Lovecraft is so popular. And I said, mention that there's an Alex Cast subreddit. But um, now that I mentioned that, I don't think anybody's actually posted on there. And, uh, you know, maybe you guys should start. But there's not that many of you. So you're probably not going to. But it'd be cool. You guys can talk to each other. And then maybe you can talk to each other about how you're not currently talking to me. And then anytime I pop in to say hello, you can ignore me. Yeah, you could be anonymous. I mean, you know. Well, I'm not going to be anonymous. Not you. Anyone. I'm just saying. It's the internet, man. Oh, yeah. All you need is one Think of those Guy Fawkes Think about how fun things. it is to post on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are anonymous. We are hacking your subreddit. Here. Have $2.30, 20 Century Fox. I like this mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. All right. So, in order of things on my list, one I didn't mention. Let's talk about how embarrassing my life is. Michael, I have on the table right now. Adventurine, Botswana Pink Agate, Morganite, Peridot, Rodenchrosite, Rose Quartz, and Unikite. You know what that is? Nope. That is Stones for Love. Oh, shit. That is a packet of crystals meant to attract love into my life. Because I have reached a new low. It's official. Uh, I mean, it looks real from over here. It looks like a real scroll printed on real parchment, so... Well, it's not. I mean, the, the idea is that these, these all vibrate to a thing, and then the, that's the deal. I don't think it's the really the quality of the parchment or vellum. Uh, that well, would, yeah. I mean, to me, that's all I could really go on. All the stones look the same to me, so. Yeah. Um, it's um, so I'll tell I'll tell the whole story because we have we have an hour to waste. All right. This is what I keep forgetting about this show. I keep having to keep having to remind myself of this show has always been me just trying to fill an hour. And for some reason, people liked it. 
so I should probably not like have to be so concerned about me just filling an hour because that was the secret to this show's success was that's exactly the kind of uh, the the remit that I put out was all right I guess I'll just you know fill an hour right and okay. hope that it doesn't we don't bad news bears it part one or two part one good because part two was bullshit and that <laughs> remake was horseshit with Billy Bob Thornton yeah I didn't see it um so I uh. I was I was feeling lonesome uh, last week, and I was, I walked home from the bar after I have a crappy night, and I was staring at this this uh, packet of sleeping pills I have. You can see them right on the table right there. I looked at a bottle of sleeping pills and said I should probably take one so I go to bed. And I'm like, oh wow, I've been <laughs> drinking a whole bunch. I probably shouldn't do that. But the point is, I was feeling low, and I had this thought. I went, you know what I should do is try to get into a relationship because I'm really healthy. So I started a new OKCupid account because I was like, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm sure aging quickly, and uh, there's uh. It seems to be no hope in sight of, of, of any kind of meaningful relationship. So I was like, all right, I'm going to join the uh, dating site again because I'd given up quite a while ago. Uh, and I downloaded it uh, uh, like a couple months ago. I went, all right, I'm going to restart my account. And I didn't. Maybe I did, and I just never filled it out. The point is, I basically just went and then went fucking re uninstalled. So I dedicated myself. I said, fuck this. I bought a month of OkCupid Plus or A-List or whatever the hell you call it. Because the point is, I was trying to like... Uh, commit so i filled that whole profile put pictures of myself up and uh answered the questions that needed answering this whole this whole spiel if you would this whole play this whole glockenspiel and i started to look by swiping left and right and looking at people's profiles and doing 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 all the due diligence necessary for online dating in this in this this new and modern wonderland that is the united states 2016 and um this is a new kind of fail I'm having this time. Previous attempts at online dating have been... Basically, I find... Uh, like, it takes me forever, and I find somebody that I actually find genuinely interesting. Read their entire profile using my brain with, you know, the words they're using. Not just go, she boobs good, and then send a copy-pasted letter. So, re read the whole thing, and then respond with in kind with, like, you know, uh, 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 pertinent points from the profile. Uh, 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 questions to, that would be defined to start a, uh, an interesting conversation based on uh, on likes and, and other information filled out. Uh, and then no one ever wrote me back. So, well, that's embarrassing. So, of course, I tell, you know, many, many people uh, on a podcast. <laughs> this time I, I joined and um, uh, the, the no one ever looks at my profile and no one uh, writes me think, still true, but I can't find anybody to write in the first place this time. This is a new experience of... There seems to be no one uh, available right now. And that's mildly upsetting. So uh, I uh, I was like, this is this is annoying. Because like, I, Alex, you like, I, I built myself up. I said, I'm going to do this. I got some confidence rolling. I'm like, I'm going to go and, and try to at least get like a date. And, and then maybe that would be like, oh, that's like a good thing. Look at me trying to be like uh, healthy. You know, fill that uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, try to, try to click that one off the list. And... Uh, Boy, howdy! Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing doing at all so far. Uh, one person, or no, two people have liked me. Uh, one was like a sixty-year-old lady um, uh, who 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 looked who looked uh, every every one of her eighty years, <laughs> and uh, the other was a. Um, you ever seen that movie Toxic Avenger? Yeah, I think it was him. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, yeah, it was. 
this lady was quite fond of saying Baby Ruth and saving people at Astoria. Uh, <laughs> not good. So uh, I, uh, I, I thought to myself, self, this is not good. Let's, let's see what else you can do. So I was talking to someone online about uh, magical ways of, of attracting love to oneself. Uh, love spells, etc. <clears throat> and I got one that I decided not to do because it was all sorts of complicated and it just felt kind of, I don't know. I didn't like the idea of doing a spell. It just feels like uh, manipulative. Even though I'm not picking any person out and it isn't, but it just felt weird. So anyway, I went and, and I got some, I got these stones for love at the Fossil Cartel in Portland. Wonderful uh, place to buy your weirdo uh, uh, gems and accoutrement needs. That is where I got my, uh, my Shungite bracelet. It's a wonderful place. Everybody should go. See? Shungite bracelet. In fact, I'll put that on right now. Hmm. Shungite-y. Um, and I've been, I, so I got these and, I, and you keep them in your pocket and they're supposed to, you know, get your love vibrations up and, and, uh, uh you know, make, uh, make everything good. Um, not so much with the doing anything yet though. Nothing so much happening. How long has it been? Three, five days. Three to five days. Somewhere around there. I don't remember. Was, yeah. Did you get any guidance or anything when you bought them? No, you're just supposed to like keep them on you. You don't have to like get them wet or something to charge their or to you know. That's gross, enhance dude. That's fucking gross. Don't don't even. It's not getting wet. It's making love. <laughs> fucking freak. Uh, no, you just keep them on you. In fact, well, I only I went because I wanted some rose quartz, which is um this stuff, mm -hmm. which is quartz with like a rosy um feel to it but um because that's supposed to be like attract love or whatever and the, the reason i got it was uh um i was like i i like i like stones for just their fun and i don't i didn't have any of that so I was like yeah that's whatever i i walk by that place all the time after work i'll just pick it up and then i saw they had a little bag of stones for love I was like, yeah fuck it let's do this let's let's commit because i feel like the more kind of dumb shit i do the more like kind of tricking myself into committing to the concept instead of like just kind of idly uh thinking man it'd be nice to to find a date this is like you know kind of committing yourself like the secret you know putting it out there that, mm -hmm. that you're actually and uh it turns out no uh not not doing so well so uh the audience find me a date michael find me a date let's do this like with a lady this time <laughs> i was just thinking that i was thinking to be more like the secret you have to you know, you have to have that network first. I'm pretty sure the secret is just like, I mean, we well, all know it's bullshit, it's bullshit <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just, it's bullshit, but it's also just kind of the way the world naturally works. Like kind of your reaction normally to like a conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy. It's just kind of like, yeah, uh, you have a network of like as many people as you can manage and then you put it out there as in telling as many people as you can. And if yeah. you are amicable with, you know, like with those people, they will probably try to help you. Yeah, this is, this is true. My problem is <clears throat> I don't have a, uh, a big network of people other than podcast listeners and they're not from here. Yeah. So I have a lot of people that, that are fond of, not a lot of people, but like I, I, I have, there's, there's more than one lady that has expressed, like she would be like, oh, I would totally date you. Uh, except I'm from, you know, London, uh, or, uh, or I'm from, you know, some other place. London's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. The other one stopped talking to me because I guess they realize what I'm actually like, but 
JK dog. You know, I'm like this. This is me on the show. Put it out there. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what to do uh, at all. I, I, I feel like um, I feel like I've done I've done the due diligence and uh, I want the audience to help me here. So audience, you find me a date and that ain't going to happen. I just didn't know how to end this segment because really I just want to talk about how it was funny that I bought love stones and then I was just kind of stuck. So I just figured, I guess I'll just ask the audience because let's face it, they ain't going to help. So <laughs> there we go. End of segment. <laughs> what do you think, Michael? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any advice or anything, man. I don't, I'm kind of. Is it because you're still dating your high school sweetheart? Yeah, pretty much. I don't like, I mean, what, what do you say? I don't know. It's... Maybe you should try Tinder. Yeah, I thought about that, but isn't Tinder just for like, like it's more for just like meeting up and fucking? I don't know. I don't think so. That's like kind of the vibe I've gotten. It's more for like, more like hookup culture. Oh. That's, I mean, I could be wrong. That's, that's what I've kind of gotten the vibe from. And there's, um, from what I understand too, there's not a lot of like words there. It's just kind of your picture. And then like you click on things you like. I don't know. Yeah. I used it. So, which, uh, I'd rather not do that. I just, I, I get the feeling overall just from like, you know, what is popular that tenders in okay. Cupid's out. Yeah, but again, that's what makes me feel like okay, Cupid would be more red find my type of lady. That you know? is, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. actually, mean, it, it's either something that's so new that like no one's heard of it. That's where I'd be, or the one that's just a little because I got an okay, Cupid when it was brand fucking new. Like I was in high school because it was it was the one that all the nerds went to because their 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 uh, the way their their match match algorithm worked uh, was like really interesting. The math nerds, so like all the kind nice. of nerdy girls went there. So that was my first that was my first blush. I was like ah, that's so just kind of habitual. So anyway. That's that. Yeah, I think that's all. Yeah, so I don't really... Uh, that's the end of it. That's updates from Alex. Updates from Alex and his, and his shitty dating life is... Uh, I now have love stones on me. Um, so, I, if you see Alex in the streets, ask to see his love stones. Yes, and then when I put my testicles away, I will <laughs> show you my love stones. See what I did there? I made a joke about testicles. Because that's why all the girls are banging down my door saying, Oh... You, with the eighth-grade sense of humor, please. <laughs> I mean, it may be an eighth-grade sense of humor, but it's taking advanced classes, if you know what I mean. Because I'm, I'm good at making love? You're good at making eighth-grade humor and making love. Oh, good. Because I am an expert lovemaker, I think. I mean, I don't remember. And frankly, I'm pretty sure I was lying back then when I thought that. <laughs> oh, boy. At this point, I'm pretty sure I'm a virgin again. Oh, boy. You what? should put that on your profile. Yeah, a born-again virgin? Yeah. Yeah, I regrew my foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens, right? The first yeah, time a guy every... has sex, he loses his foreskin? That's the way it works, Every right? guy remembers <laughs> they lost their foreskin. Exactly. Oh, where does it go? Yeah. I just uh, what? Oh, you broke my foreskin. <laughs> Oh, I actually. I'm uh, gonna call you a moil. I broke. I broke mine when I went horseback riding for the first time. <laughs> oh, that's that happens. That happens a lot. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, thankfully, you had a kosher horse, so <laughs> everything was good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's time for that sweet, sweet cultural exchange with Alex and Michael. Hey, Michael, what you been listening to? All that? 
Yeah. Why don't you dig on this? Oh, yeah. Um, I listened to... Billy Joel's Sea of Love. And by that, I mean Frank Ocean... Orange Channel? Channel Orange. Nice. Yep, that's it. I'm Which one stop is you there. Orange? Channel Orange. Channel Orange. Yep. Here are my thoughts. One, audience, we do a cultural exchange where he gets me young things to listen to, and I give him old things to listen to. Uh, this has been set up multiple times, but if you're just showing up since this wasn't set up last week, uh, I traded Nick Cave uh, to him for uh, Frank Ocean to me. Frank Ocean is good at being good. Here, these are thoughts. He has a nice voice. Uh, I like that he actually uses like a traditional song style, which is nice because uh, it seems less like kind of cowardly. It's like, hey, look, I'm actually talented and I'll just show it off, which is nice instead of kind of the overcomplicated braggadocio of previous efforts. Here's my problems in order. Forrest Gump might be the dumbest song I've ever heard in my life. It sounds really good if I didn't speak English. What the fuck, Michael? <laughs> what the fuck? What's wrong with it? It's a song about Forrest Gump. Is it? If, if It's a song that uses Forrest Gump as a metaphor. I don't care. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit ever. I don't know. I like it. It's catchy. And, uh, you know, at the time... Running through, the, running through and you have to hold up signs to stop, but he doesn't stop. He's just saying shit from the movie. And I get that yeah, he's trying to he's, draw an analogy. Yeah, yeah but he's gotcha. also coming out as bisexual or whatever, or it's oh, supposed to be, like, an accessory to this interview that he did where he was saying, like, the first, first person he ever fell in love with was a guy, and that's when he learned, like, what love is and all this, you know? So it's supposed to go along with that kind of thing. I mean... I like the song a lot, even without knowing that, but I mean, that, yeah, I didn't you know, know that. And that doesn't help. I, yeah, it's, I mean, you ugh, know, that was, that was really embarrassing to me like that, that <laughs> I love like that song. I, I almost, it's the, the, it almost makes it worse that the song would be good if I didn't know what those words meant. Like, like musically and like song structure wise, it's a good song, but then I, unfortunately I have to listen to the lyrics and this is, this is the, the only problem I have with this album. Very much like the whole thing, except that it, it was, this his first album. Uh, his second album, but his first album was like, it wasn't really his style. It was okay, because really um, kinda... he he's his lyrics need a lot of work. Um, they're 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 rather childish at times. Yeah, like in I think a lot of places in the album. Yeah, like I think somebody needs to write his lyrics for him or give like a professional songwriter a, a second pass through, because the songs structurally are great, and some of the lyrics are actually quite good. But they tank a lot. Uh, there's just these weird, like, kind of childish phrases that, like that glass dick one, it's the way that he says, oh, no, is he the one that's crack rock? Was that him? Yeah. Okay. That's just so badly written. Crack rock is a comedic sounding thing. They call it the comedy K. Crack rock, that's why it was a punchline from 1986 to about the early 2000s in hacky comedy clubs. K sounds are funny. So to have that in a, in a, predominantly serious song that really silly ass refrain was somebody needs to teach him that because boy that would be a good song if those words were slightly different uh I'm, yeah i see what you mean for sure it was just there was a lot of like that sort of thing where it's just like right. oh man if like i think like 
go to school for music, not go to school for music, like literally, you because it seems to be he's quite a famous fellow. He can afford to get just get somebody that writes for Broadway and just teach you, you know, here's how rhyming structure would benefit <laughs> you. Like, yeah, well, I mean, part of the problem with that, too, is right now, especially in music, there's such a I mean, in pop music, it's known. Right. But in sort of like R&B and hip hop lately, it's been more like personality driven like this is the person that i am and yeah. these songs that i sing are from me because i'm a real person and like you can trust that i'm authentic or whatever like that's the image portrayed or whatever but recently big artists like have been coming out it's been coming out that they just have like all these songwriters these ghostwriters who write for them or whatever and so i think you're probably right that it's not like the most polished or whatever but i think the whole point is that it's supposed to be this is what he's doing or whatever. Oh and yeah. You're probably right. I from dig like it. A critical like, point. Like, yeah. That's yeah. fine. It's just, I, again, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's been the history of like rock pop, just right. any kind of like, uh, but just the reason that some albums are really good lyrically is that <laughs> yeah. they're coming from a really personal pl place. And then also we're good at writing lyrics. Right. Like, and it's not the, it's not the whole album. Like there's a, there, it's just, there's like, like a phrase or two in each song that really kind of tanks it for me because I'm a really I'm a very lyric based person like mm -hmm. I I'm very much a song you know a, a lyricist kind of that like I don't really care what your voice sounds like I mean I do you have to, I mean you have to at least somewhat put together a good good musically a good song but it's so much more important for the lyrics and some of these were weird now let me ask this and I didn't do any research on it but is he saying cotton candy Majin Buu yeah like Majin Buu from Dragon Ball Z yeah that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard I mean don't get me wrong love it yeah but that's really stupid. But you love it. So it's dumb, but you love it's but not, I, you know. But I, it's dumb. Let me put it, like, that would have been a song I could take seriously and, like, be like, oh, well, this is, like, a good song that I could, like, actually, like, respect and, like, enjoy on a personal level. Now it's, oh, this is hilarious. This fucking idiot referenced Majin Buu in a song. Like, it's, it's the difference between, it's the difference between, it's the difference between Citizen Kane and the Insane Clown Posse movie, where it's, you do understand that, although you enjoyed parts of that film, that doesn't mean that that was good. You know, like, it's, it, it's, that was a really shitty analogy. I, I take that back. It's just, it, <laughs> what I mean is, it's like, that song would have been good on, like, an actual, like, a, a, a nuanced, sophisticated level, and instead there's, like, a, essentially a fart joke in the middle, you know? I mean... Yeah, but, like, fuck the artistic aspect of it. I mean, why, like, that's, I, it's, I just don't, like, I prefer music, I guess, that has more of that, like, original, like, personality where he's, like, he's not afraid to say fucking Majin Buu in a song or something because it's going to alienate people or people are going to think it's weird or whatever. And he's saying it to be, you know, like... I, I don't fucking know why he's saying it, to be honest, in the song. It yeah, doesn't I think, make any sense. You know, this but... is the problem. Well, because it's cotton candy. It's Majin Buu's the right. color of cotton candy. No, that's what I'm saying is that's like, – I get what saying, you're saying. Like, that's, he's just saying it. I that's, mean, that's fine. Respect what you're saying. Like, what you're, like I get you. I yeah. like songs for that reason as well. But in this case, he's got an entire song that's structured well and sounds good and then randomly says Majin Buu. It's, it's not a challenging thing to the song. It's a, a like, hey, you know what would make swimming more interesting? Let's just tie a lead weight to one guy out of nowhere. Like, yeah, that would make it more interesting. However, you're going to kill the swimmer and he's not going to win that race. I cool. That was artistic. Well done. But just because it's artistic doesn't mean it's good or should be done. You know, it's like that, that thing from, uh, that, that thing from the internet, you know, uh, they, they were, they're struggling so much on whether or not they could do it. No one bothered to ask whether they should. 
And it's, yeah, you could say Majin Buu a song, or you just write, like, a really good song that could, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get you. I think it's just two different philosophies, which is fine. Um, it is kind of funny, too. I just pulled up my notes, and I totally forgot about this, but it's funny. You were saying um, he should, like, work with a, like, songwriter or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I for- totally forgot, before he released his first album, his, one of the first songs that he released uh, from Channel Orange, Thinking About You, you know that song, right? It's like right at the beginning of the album. Yeah, I think it's the first song. You think so? Yeah. Um, he that was actually a song that he was paid to write another artist. So he was actually a professional songwriter before, which is really funny. I'm sure he wasn't working alone or unedited or whatever. Yeah. In not having to do full albums, but it's just well, no, his songs are great. I but I bet you he's a songwriter, not a lyricist. I bet you he was writing the music for other people, not yeah. not writing the lyrics. Because if anybody paid him Fair to write enough. lyrics, I should be a millionaire. Like I should be. I just send me to Rapland, and I will just I here. I will fix all of these for you. Like let us. Well, that song he definitely thinking about you. He wrote for her because no, that no, was like no, controversial. No, but what what I mean to say is is when he's when he when he's hired out, he's hired out as a songwriter. What I meant to say is that he should hire a lyricist to help him. Yeah, he wrote. The, okay. No, no, you wrote the, the lyrics. The, you know, but there's two different jobs. What we're referencing here is that there's songwriters uh-huh. and lyricists. Now he happens to be a really good songwriter uh-huh. that also writes lyrics. Uh-huh. So people hire him as a songwriter. What I'm saying is he should get somebody that's good at writing lyrics, a lyricist, and bring him in to fix the song, the the lyrics that he's written. Makes sense. Yeah, like like I I, I get that he gets hired out, but he's getting hired out because he's a very good musician and song. You know, like the maker of songs. But if if he was if he didn't do music, like if he just wrote lyrics, that man would never get hired for anything. <laughs> and if he was, then I don't know, because apparently this is the way that hip hop is. So I guess maybe he could get hired to pretend somebody else is honesty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, basically. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's possible, you know, yeah. maybe somebody else really wants to have a whole fucking song cycle about Fajita. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything's possible, man. Uh, no, but uh, other than lyrics, which it's just unfortunately, I just I'm so lyric focused that it's yeah. it's. It it took me out a few songs, but I was I was I enjoyed the album. Uh, I, it was like I don't know. It just seemed like I like you know much more structured stuff, and that actually has like a you know proper structure to it, which I, th- mm-hmm. I think is more. I think it's just more difficult, you know, if, especially now to try to have anything original while still fitting in a structure is right. Um, you know, because we're working off of eighty years of you know written material to make something original, which just sounded original. I was like, yeah, this is good, you know. So you know, thumbs up. To uh, Frank Ocean, still want to call him Billy Ocean, but I'm going to call him Frank because apparently that's his name. Uh, though, uh, though on his next album, which I have not heard yet, uh, I, I hope that the lyrics are, are slightly less uh, at times abysmal. I have no idea how you would respond to the next album. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't. Um, so you say you like uh, lyrical uh, music, right, Alex? Yeah. Well, wait, wait. We're gonna we're moving on to Nick Cave here. I mean, are we doing murder ballads or the other one? Murder ballads. Okay. Let me, I was going to say, let me point out a murder ballads. Oh my God. Are some of the lyrics on that album fucking terrible. And I bring it to oh, question. I wasn't trying to do it. Ironically. I was just, Oh no, no. Cause, I, cave. cause yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> cause there's a line and I fucking love it. Cause the, because the song's silly, but in, in, in O'Malley's bar, a 15 minute song about going through and murdering the shit out of everybody. Right. Jerry Bellows, he hugged his stool, closed his eyes and shrugged and left. With an ashtray big as a fucking really big brick, I split his skull in half. It is hilariously bad. I mean, it's the point of the song is right. that it's, you know, first person. So you, but like, man, he, he, he misses a couple times in that. So that's, uh, he, his is more, um, 
that's uh, the murder ballads is more of a uh, like a theme the album you know they're murder ballads so some of the some of the lyrics are a little wonky at times they don't really hold up to the the old Nick Cave standard let love in I would stand up I would I would uh, those lyrics I would defend <laughs> there's there's a few out here that's like Ugh. yeah um, <laughs> I mean overall I I really enjoyed listening to it there's you know a few songs that were kind of like a miss I could start with. Like, I mean, I like it kind of, but stagger Lee, it's just kind of like, I just can't really get into it. I know that's like a big one from the album that like, seems like a lot of people have fond memories of. Is stagger Lee, that's the one with the, like the guitar. I think so. It's like really, it's not the one with PJ Harvey on it. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stagger Lee's the dumb one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that one either. Yeah. I don't dislike it, but yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, even for the theme. Oh, Henry the Lee is the one with with, with yeah, PG Harvey on it. Yeah. yeah, that one is actually on my list of likes. Yeah, that that was you know as one that really stood out. Um, Where the wild roses go, grow, uh, and O'Malley's bar also made it on there. Um, on the good list or the shitty list? On, no, on the like the standout list. I mean, uh, okay. I liked the whole album. Where really, the, uh, the only thing I didn't like was Stagger Lee. It's just kind of yeah. like. Well, Wild Roses Girl has a really uh, interesting video. If you, I don't know Does if you it? saw it. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's with Kylie Minogue and him, right. and it's yeah. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny the album never really got popular here. Especially in that song where the Wild Roses Grow never got like super popular. Here, yeah. Whereas it got super popular like everywhere else in the world. Yeah, so. I think so. I mean, it's the same with everything with him. He's he's big everywhere but America. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That um. Uh, red right hand was like a big hit everywhere and it shows up in movies here because mm-hmm. it's like kind of an underground hit here but like yeah that was like a big a big deal elsewhere in the world yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah that's from let love in right that's all right, love right in. Hand. Yeah, yeah yeah um i know we we're doing murder ballads but i really like let love in a little bit you know more so yeah you know it's just yeah. it was a better like overall like just to kind of hear like genuine lyrics and everything and like a real you know not necessarily like a theme of repetitive murder yeah <laughs> the reason you know i sh- we should have and this is, this is my fault on that is i should have just picked a couple songs from murder. it was basically i just wanted to hear uh o'malley's bar because i thought that's just such a funny song yeah um that we should have done let love in but whatever yeah let love in's a better out but you know it's uh murder ballads is, is more i think amusing but yeah let love in's got uh, uh, quite a few really good songs on there yeah. Like let love in and 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 uh, <laughs> and uh, that other one. And I can't uh, think of what else is on nobody's that album. Baby now is that on? That oh yeah, that's right? a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. I really like that. Um, let's see. Yeah, I kind of I there was another uh, album after this, right? The Boatman's Call. Yeah, that's actually my favorite album of his. Is it? But it's um. There's well, there's. Four after this. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say, I, what a lot of people say is, I could kind of see it is they're the three of them, they're kind of connected, at, like, in like a shifting of like his musical yeah. style or something. Bowman's Call is kind of the last of, of um, Bowman's Call is is turns he turns into more ballady stuff and it's more melancholic. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I love it so uh, uh, without getting too depressed, uh, uh, the, the girl in the black dress as I, I dedicate a periphery to, um, she and I shared that album where we were quite, quite a fan of a few of those. 
and she you know uh, uh you know passed on quite young so that album became like really like uh, emotionally uh wrought for me so it's it's probably my favorite album is but like i have no ability to judge it on any kind of uh objective level but uh yeah there's but there's there's some songs in there that are it just kind of moves towards like kind of i guess just too melancholic and and i like it quite a bit but uh the next album is uh oh, i don't remember the name of it but it just it just i feel like that's like the cliff like bowman's call i think was kind of the one that nearly lost everybody and then the next one really went weird and then there's another one that went weird and then he started doing this <laughs> album called this this side group called grinder man which um he started as a punk rock guy in this band called the birthday party um and it was just kind of punk rock weird art rock kind of stuff and i guess they tried to do it again with grinder man and people like it but it just to me it just sounds like a bunch of 40 50 year olds trying to like get back to some edgy place or something and it just mm-hmm. didn't resonate with me it wasn't the artist that i like but yeah yeah that's funny yeah i saw his new music video today and that was kind of like it was kind of like this is edgy we're all melancholy song producers and writers and singers like it's just like 10 50 year old men in a yeah. recording studio looking really serious about it and it's like is it is I it mean, nick gave in the bad seeds or grinder man uh nick gave in the bad seeds. Oh, okay i didn't realize they were doing they had another album out yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I yeah, I I have no real interest in listening to his modern stuff. Like, um, the one after Boatman's Call is, um, No More Shall We Part, which has a few good songs on it, but uh, it's just kind of it just yeah, that's kind of the end, and then the album after that is. But anyway, so yeah, uh, uh what yeah. Else? I mean, what? I I really liked it. It's just it's kind of a weird one for me because it's like as much as I listen to it and I listen to it a ton, um it's kind of hard to recall like anything specific because it is it's like his style is all kind of like i don't know maybe i'm just not tuned to that to like hear the subtlety or something but it's like as soon as the song moves to the next one i kind of just forget it you know yeah and it's like you know i just i I keep going back to the fact like i really chose poorly the murder ballads that was a bad choice on my part so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a lot of the credit on that i should i should have we should have done let love in it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just, I was more thinking, because I, like, there's, like, a few standout songs, but you're right, a lot of that, I'm just kind of, it's just, it's sort of the same thing. He's right? nailing yeah. it. <laughs> For sure, he's nailing it. Yeah. Like, every uh, song, you're kind of like, ooh, that's fucked up, and, like, it definitely gets there, but it's like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's the same story, um, for the most part. Yeah, I think it, that was, that was either the first or the second Nick Cave album I got. Yeah. And I think that's just why it popped my mind, but anyway, next time we do the segment, I'll, I'll, I'll put more thought into it, but, uh. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Any other thoughts on, on those things? The last thing that I have is uh, Crow Jane. The bass line at the very beginning would make a really good Nas song. That's all. If oh, you okay. It. Oh, yeah. That's That song's pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's just got a really, really cool kind of, you know, boppity bass line right at the beginning. Yeah. Just reminded me of Nas for some reason. Yeah, I sort of remember that. Crow, whoa, Jane. Yeah. I haven't heard that album in a really long time. I meant to re-listen to it, and I just, I didn't get to it. I looked at the song list, and I'm like, yeah, I pretty much remember all these. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm good. Um, so I'm positing this for, uh, for, for, you know, let's say next week. Instead of, instead of a, a cultural exchange, I would like to, I would like to share a gift with you, and I'm going to rewatch it as well, and, and we, we can come back and talk about it. And this okay. is very much a, um. Uh, uh, just kind of like every other podcast does, making fun of a shitty movie. But I would like to watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. 
That was that link I I, I sent you a little bit of it uh, with the weird frog person screaming something silly. Uh, I didn't watch it, so oh. I'm just gonna. Well, thanks. Not not beat around the bush. I've Look never been that. more disappointed in a human being in my life. But you're gonna like this. And you're not going to like it, but I think you're going to like talking about it. So, Hell Comes to Frogtown stars local wrestling phenom Roddy Roddy Piper, oh which I said his name wrong, but you get it. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to give. Uh, I think you should just watch it in the dark. Um, it's called Hell Comes to Frogtown. I don't know where you can find it. I'm sure the whole movie is available on YouTube or somewhere or torrent it. But audience at home, if you can watch this before next week, it is, uh, it is a fucking weird movie. And and it it's also shitty, but it's weird on its own. Like there, it's one of these things where it's like it's if this was done well, it wouldn't have been good, but it would have been like a cult movie of like just just so bananas. But it's also shitty. It's it's a weird kind of if it it, it it walks a fine line, and boy are there some standout scenes. <laughs> and and I think I, I I'll just say this frog tits okay there's frog tits okay. i think you guys are gonna like it like so, chicken breasts from uh or duck breasts i guess they were from uh fucking what's that movie called howard the duck howard i had half of it right there on the tip of my tongue oh well, you asked no sorry yeah. you know no i i'm just cursing myself i'm sorry that i'm fast as fuck praising y'all. you good just um, keep praising me that's the important part of very low self-esteem <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm having really rough luck dating, so I'm you know not feeling good about myself lately. I had heard that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I wonder where you picked that up from. Uh, so for next week, uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, I think you're going to like this. Um, I mean, you're not going to... I don't want to... For the audience at home, I would like you to watch this film. Like, this is definitely worth watching for the fucking complete bananas quality of it, but like... Just know that I don't... I'm not recommending this as like a film. <laughs> like, this isn't making my top 500... But as far as like fucked up, like holy shit movies, this is probably in my top 20. Like it is maybe top 30, but that's not taking anything away from it. I just, I tend to watch a lot of fucked up weird movies more than watching quality movies because <laughs> right. I'm me. Um, Rowdy Roddy Piper wasn't the one who did Space Commando or whatever, right? Or Space Space Commando or something. It was like an- You mean I, Suburban Commando? Suburban Commando. That's, that's, that's Hulk Hogan. That's Terry Hulk Hogan Boulet. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's-, that's I, uh, I, Okay. So that's Hulk Hogan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Piper, he's from Portland. Well, he okay. was. He's dead as fuck now. Right. Um, I, know, I knew that about him. Yeah, he owned R. a car I. dealership P. up on 82nd. And um, really funny uh, entering character. Really funny. He did great promos. But uh, he starred in um, he starred in um, They Live, John Carpenter's oh, They right, Live. right, right. Yeah. Uh, he was the lead in that. And yeah. Hell Comes to Frogtown. And uh, probably some more. Those are the ones I. Those are the ones I'm familiar with. Right. But yeah, so for next week, let's watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. And we can discuss it. Because uh, I think... Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. And I think uh, if I may recommend as, as somebody that used to produce this show, uh, I would recommend, I think there's some sound clips you might want to pull and I think they're going to be pretty goddamn obvious as they come up. Sounds good. Yeah. I can, I can definitely get on that. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, it is, it is, it is a weird one. <sighs> Moving on. Moving on. Dot org. What? Huh? Michael just did a, he wants to flick my bean. Ooh, listen to that. It's jazzy. Oh, this is this is like the beginning of every middle era Tom Waits song. Let's try to figure it out. Oh yeah, 
It was the cool of the evening. The sun had gone down, and I found old Melissa D. Standing on the street corner, leaning up against the post, not knowing what to do. And I said, sweetie Melissa D. I totally lost this accent. <laughs> so why'd you come on down? Have a drink with me. Out of the standard. It's at 14 Northeast 22nd. Poland. Oregon. In the West. You know, old Kerouac had Sal and Dean moving across that slow highway. And in the end, they landed where they landed. And I landed at the standard. <laughs> oh, Melissa D. You want to go down to Facebook.com slash the standard PDX and apparently there's lyrics on the that's, that's her side of the story. Anyway. <laughs> Melissa D. Any question that spot? Facebook.com slash the standard PDX 14 Northeast 22nd. Go drink. Be merry. Or click like. You don't have to be married. Click like. You can reason. Yeah, use the angry, angry like. Resolutely? No, what's the word I'm thinking of? You can resultantly, resound, you can resolutely, resolutely. So that's it. That's the standard commercial. Where, um, what, what song was that, that, that randomly some lady started? Uh, like I said, man, that's just some, oh, that was just free. I just, that's just some free music. I'm not used to, can we get to the spot where that lady talks? Let's listen to it. Oh yeah, sure. We're there, man. All right. I just paused it. I'm getting a boner. She says she made this in response to L.A. Noir. Do you know what that is? Video game. Rockstar Games. Yeah. How could a girl say no to that? He told me that he had a plan. This is almost as bad as what I was doing for the standard commercial. <laughs> All right, fuck this lady. Yeah. I mean, really, I want to fuck this lady oh, boy. inside of GTA 4. Gran Turismo, <laughs> whatever it's called. I don't know the name of any of them. Um, the other reason I know, uh, L.A. Noir, is that uh, um, one of the guys that's the develop, one of the developer, some guy at Rockstar, Laszlo, used to do a show on Sirius XM. Uh, and then he would be a regular in Opie and Anthony, which he used to listen to a lot. So Laszlo became this kind of regular. So I was like, oh, I know like a lot about a video game company that I've never played their games. And like if they've made eight games, I've seen footage from two in real life. Like I'm completely, you know, uh, uh, un unknown. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know. I know about his life story. <laughs> That's hilarious and sad because L.A. Noir, you would probably love it if you like video games at all. It's not like Grand Theft Auto, in case you don't know anything about it. Yeah, I just, I, it's the style, that style, I mean, I'm really, I, I, I really like older style games. And not necessarily, like, not just, like, nostalgia sakes, like, even newer games of that style. I just, I get the kind of, the artistry of the modern game, like, this kind of expansive storytelling through video games. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't care. Like, I, I've, I, you know what storytelling medium I would like uh, is movies. And just, I don't want, I don't need to be involved with it. I don't, I just, just present the story to me and then it'll be done a lot better than the video game would. And I, and, and it, cause I just don't feel like I'm immersed in it. I just, I just feel like, oh, I've got to do a lot of effort to, to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. I see what you mean. I think it just depends on how good they you yeah. know, kind of hook you. If it's like, 
if they give you just enough to make you like have proper motivation to complete the tasks that they're asking you to do, that's like just enough. So if it's in Tetris, you probably don't need any story because it's pretty yeah. fucking simple. So you kind of know if you want to do it or not. But if it's driving around 1930s L.A., um, you know, interviewing suspects, you kind of have to have a su- like yeah. a, a motivation to play that game. So the story is pretty pretty essential but yeah I oh totally see how i just couldn't get sucked into i just it. i i don't want to do that yeah. like it's just it's purely like yeah. like subjective like i get why people are into it like it even sounds cool yeah i just don't want it like i just like you know what would be cool <laughs> about that i just i would watch a movie right that was made in the 40s so right. that i'm good like i just if i want to play a video like the princess is another castle that's about the plot i need like i yeah. i any cut scene where there's like some people talking to people if i can skip it that motherfucker's getting skipped like i just i don't I don't care. I just, I want, I want to perform actions with my hands, you know, the less right. than, you know, watch a, watch a, watch a story being told. Boy, would you love No Man's Sky? Oh, that's the one where nothing happens and yeah. there's like a bunch of worlds and there's like no way to really run into each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that sounds, that sounds terrible. It sounds, yeah. yeah. Um, no story though. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, notes. Oh yeah. How long have we been going? Uh, 50 minutes. Really? All right, yeah. good. What's, what's, what are your, um, what did you have like a, what do you, what do you have prepared? Buddy, you know what I'm going to talk about. Everyone knows what I'm going to talk about. Um, let's see. First, I just want to say Shrek pre nine 11. Just think about that. Wait, wait, wait. Why would I think about that? Just think about it and you'll get it, man. I've never seen Shrek. Oh, you haven't? Oh. I mean, I've, I've seen bits of it. I've, I've just never, like, sat down and watched it. What are you doing in Miss Swamp? Yeah, yeah, donkey, etc. Donkey. Yeah. yeah. Onions, layers. Yeah. Um, Fat man in a little coat. Oh, wait, no, he died midway <laughs> through. Sorry. Was he? Yeah, he was the original voice. Was, oh, uh, man, um, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah. That's I mean, nuts, dude. And I forget if he died midway through or something like Or maybe he was just cast. No, I think they actually started recording lines. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so... What I have to tell you comes to us from K2. Wait, let me let me let me let me just stop you. Sorry. Was it was was that just like shit posting in real life like this yeah. Shrek being before 9/11? I'm just No, no, it's fine. I'm not I'm not like I'm not upset by it. Don't be. I I'm just I'm just Please don't be. I'm struggling to find it. Did I miss something or is it just like you just No, it's not. I wasn't trying to shit post you. I was just trying to um see if there was a connection there. If you were like if you if you saw the merit there to that idea, then we could go down that road. But you know, it's like some Illuminati like Freemason shit. You know, I flagged you, and then you know you didn't give me a response. It's okay, we can move on. All right, so just shit. You don't want to. You don't want to join. Popular in shit posting communities, and that's what's happening here. Check out my Shrek rap on SoundCloud.com. I got it. All right. uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/realiota. Iota with two eyes. Uh, Shrek rap. Uh, so what I was gonna say. <clears throat> the story that I had pulled up, Philadelphia Zoo to hold naming contest for baby gorilla. Internet reacts accordingly. Darn internet. Well, let me let me take a couple guesses here. Go for it. Gorilla naming contest. Now, since the internet, I know they're wacky. Uh, is it Magilla? Hmm. No? Oh, oh, is it is it Kong? No? Um, okay. Is it Che Guevara? Uh, oh, that's Gria. Sorry. Um, is it filmmaking? And oh, that's a Gria again. Is it a racist joke? No, it's not a racist joke. 
is not it Magilla Gorilla. Magilla Gorilla. Is it is it Grape Ape? It's not Grape Ape. Is it is it Gorilla McGorilla Face? Uh, Ape McApe Face was nice. one of them, and yes. Harambe McHarambe Face. <laughs> nice. Um, obviously, number one is Harambe. Yeah. Uh, we have Harambe Baby. Harambe Baby's actually <laughs> which is pretty funny. I like that. I mean, you know, it's a fucking baby now, yeah. but. When that ape is 13, it's going to be funny as hell. Uh, Harambino, just got a nice yeah. ring to it. Classic name. Harambe II, Harambe Jr., Harambe's Revenge. I like just, I mean, that's not a good name for an ape. Uh, Harambe second of his name. Oh, nice. That's nice. good. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, Harambe make Harambe face. Uh, too Fast, Too Harambe. All right. <laughs> uh, that's probably the, the closing note because that one was pretty good, but... That's that's pretty much it. I mean, I I like this. I like the move from the zoo to kind of like try to reestablish the goodwill on social media because they were kind of fucked. Like, people were gonna harass them, and now they're kind of like, hey, social media. Like, they're kind of putting their hand out like they're trying to pet a cat or something. Like, yeah. I mean, they don't have to go with any of these names, obviously. They and they probably won't ever. Um, but they can choose one and say, we've, you know, interacted with social media and people can kind of get that out of their system or whatever. So it's an interesting move. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's, I, I, I would, I would just wish the internet would stop being fucking horrific, just examples of, of, of humanity and just letting this poor zoo just operate because they're trying to, you know, do a, you know, a service to you know, I, I wish that too and, but obviously they won't yeah. I mean yeah, it's you're the kind of hate zoos so I don't really care um, well that's yeah. kind of the thing is like that was kind of my whole feeling about it is and I kind of wish more corporations and entities would follow suit like the zoo did and just get off the internet because their version of reality and the internet's version of reality don't really mesh very well you know like if you like whatever, if you're McDonald's or whatever, you know, obviously there's like a lot of hypocrisy built into like their whole public relations thing. Yeah. And so free speech and that those fucking ads on Facebook don't really work that well together, in my opinion. Um, and instead of trying to change the internet and limit free speech to suit advertisers, I wish they would just figure something else out. But well, no, let know, me, they're let the me... ones lobbying Congress and shit. So let me posit this, though. Is it actually the internet or is it a vocal minority? It's a vocal minority. Okay, because so they're kind of in the right anyway, though. Then, like, because it's it's just a bunch of, like shitty people, like the Harambe meme people, are just they're being shitty I to agree. a company just for no reason. I agree. I mean, though I, I hate mean, zoos, by the way. So let's just get. I wasn't being sarcastic. Like no, the enslavement no, of animals bothers the fuck out of me. I, I just, I, I'm just curious. If they're rescues yeah. or whatever, which I yeah, that's fine. Hope yeah, that yeah. is what the majority of the animals are. What, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm it's sure they're morally, not. Yeah. morally, yeah. it's not. Um, okay, uh, I agree with you, but at the same time, I don't necessarily want to limit those people in this, you know, space that really doesn't need to be limited because it's a voluntary participation zone, like. You don't have to fucking have a Twitter feed for your zoo. You could have a Tumblr where there's no notes or whatever, interaction or whatever. They come to Twitter because they want to react with the public. Mm. If they don't want to react with or interact with the public, then they should leave Twitter. That's Twitter's not necessarily just for celebrities to, you know, tweet uh, out to people. It's for the interaction. That's kind of the whole purpose of the website isn't it all right yeah you win i, I now that I, I didn't know i didn't know there was a popular alternative that didn't allow for you know 
They can still comment and reblog and stuff, but it's not like Twitter where, you know, people are getting notifications and it's showing up right under the feed and stuff. You have yeah. to go looking and yeah. 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 No, that's, that's fine. I, I didn't realize that Tumblr was, was kind of easily, I would be fine either way. I'm, I'm actually kind of all right with this whole, um, if you're a company or like any kind of public, public entity like that, like that isn't a singular human. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with you being harassed online. I don't, I don't think those people are good people. I don't yeah. think they should do it, but this is kind of part of the deal. It's just, right. it's just, you know, as long as you're not, and when I say that, I mean, I don't, even like a celebrity I hate, I don't think no, just because they're popular, wrong, they yeah. shouldn't be, they should not be allowed to be fucking harassed and fucked right. with. But if, if you're, you know, McDonald's or the Cincinnati zoo or something, then yeah, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, you're not real. So it's kind of yeah especially in corporations you're treated as people so yeah. like fuck you you know it just <laughs> i should yeah but i'm with you i feel really bad for the employees at the zoo because like you said the structure of the zoo don't agree with the people making the shitty comments don't agree with killing harambe don't agree with obviously um harassing like the people who loved harambe and like the love the animals and do yeah. the best with the shitty like situation that they got in you know they got into like the animal uh, whatever, taking the zoology business or whatever, taking care of animals. I know not all of them are there for a career, but whatever. They didn't get in the business of enslaving animals. They're not running it or whatever. So those are the people that I really feel bad for. But Except I mean, for that recent Planet of the Apes movie where, where Joffrey, uh, Targaryen or whatever, where he was running, <laughs> he was in the back with the apes and he was like shocking them all the time. Yeah. And then, and, then when, uh, and then when Caesar was there, he ended up like taking over. So if Joffrey wasn't there, and that wasn't Joffrey, that was Draco Malfoy. Oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get them confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I totally was with you there and I was totally picturing Draco as just like, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so Draco Malfoy, he started yeah, the Ape Apocalypse. Fucking, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't care about Harambe. He's the one harassing the zoo. He's just a little dick. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he'd go online at, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I th- yeah, that's that's fine. I, I just, I, I think, I, I, though I, I think if you're going to put a vote out there, you have to, you have to name the thing what wins. Because the yeah. thing is, you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're walking that's the into. Thing, that's yeah. this should be a legally binding agreement. I, I swear, it's like how many people do this too? Like Mountain Dew, they did that thing where it's like, uh, you know, name the new Dew or whatever, and then 4chan did it, and it's like Hitler did nothing wrong for twenty. <laughs> oh, or is whatever. that what it was? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, come on, what the fuck? Or uh, they voted uh, Moot, who's like the you know, who started 4chan or whatever. Yeah, they voted him Times Most Important Person of the Year one year because it was online. Oh, that's funny. That you could, and so yeah. you got to go to like the red carpet a, event or th- whatever. There was an like, early version of that where a school was voted on a school's name and it turned out to be like Beavis and Butthead Elementary oh or God. something like that. Like really early <laughs> version of this. Yeah. Yeah. Right in to, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that should be a legally binding thing. This, this fucking for gorilla sure, should man. be called, I, this gorilla should be, his given name should be the Cincinnati Zoo is a cunt for killing my dad or something. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'm, well, wins. I'm assuming they're not actually related to Harambe. I, um, <laughs> Is that not how all apes work? I thought I just they all look the same. We're talking about uh, Harambe, uh, and then John just uh, sent me a, a, a Harambe joke over my 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 text. Good, I'm the glad world I'm not is the only one in, in your circle. Well, no, it's it's he's, it. he's making fun of you more. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. No, it's I, not. That has nothing to do with you. I'm oh, going to show you this joke afterwards. I but, just figured you meant overall. Um, no. Okay. Um, you got another one, or are we done? Um, let's see here. This one might be up your alley. Uh, let me scan it real quick. Uh, dun, 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 dun. 
Yeah, let's let's kind of let's do this one here. Uh, female porn stars donate their boobs to charity as fans pay to cop a feel. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, they are just going topless, and people are, you know, feeling their breasts and donating to charity for the pleasure of doing so. If you ask me, it's weird. What do you think? Oh, I I get no problem with it. Yeah, it's uh, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that because it just seems gross. Uh, like, That's what I, I didn't mean. Yeah. Shut it down. I'm not like I just. Oh no, I just I yeah. I, I I get why people would do that. It's yeah, just uh, like I, mean, I don't like strip clubs. I don't. Same. I don't. Yeah, that's when I. Meant. The idea, of, like, it's just. I, I just I find it. I mean, one just hey, let's all be in public and get aroused <laughs> together. It's just fucking gross. But uh, I think it's good. There's a lot of sleaze bags that would do it, and charity makes some money, so that's good on them. I mean, I got I I don't I don't particularly have a problem with it. Like I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty. Yeah. yeah, pretty open with, about the I, entire yeah, concept. Morally, yeah. I don't have a problem with it, obviously. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me morally is, like, let's check the uh, the donation records of this charity and see, like, how, if it's, like, Susan G. Komen or, you know, something a little more reputable. Yeah, but who only but... wants to grow up? Oh, forget it. <laughs> oh, God. No, I didn't say the joke. I said nothing. <laughs> I said no, I did not finish that. I actually showed fucking grace there. Uh, uh, yeah, no, if it was, because isn't it, wait, Susan G. Goldman, that's the bunk one that, like, gives no money to yeah, cancer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they work with, like, the NFL. They charge, like, you know, $70 for a jersey and, like, you know, under a dollar goes to fund yeah. breast cancer research or whatever. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Also, I hate fun. that it's breast cancer awareness. It's like, we're fucking aware. Like, we're good. Like, let's, yeah, let's go directly to the, you know, whatever injectables fund. We could do, like, I would, I would directly to petrochemicals. <laughs> It'll somehow fucking stop boob cancer. Because, like, right. that's, that's, uh... Uh, well, yeah. Alex, uh, you know, a lot of women are just kind of a little self-conscious about getting the check. It's like kind of like the prostate, uh, you know, check um, for women, just a little bit, you know, less invasive. Obviously, they have, you know other uh and more invasive procedures anyway, ladies out there I'm, get your boobs squished <laughs> i'm just saying awareness is important you know yeah i don't want you shaming anybody who you know might be thinking well i was just more more thinking that like, like oh people, i guess if we're just aware, aware of it then yeah. you know hey yeah you think we've just done enough you think we should just stop being aware yeah or it's probably just like at a cure yeah. you know uh this year's high school freshmen are uh the first generation to learn about 9-11 as a historical event Think about that, Alex. Freshman year? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, it didn't happen in their lifetimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's also a dumb fact because you don't really remember things from the first few years of your life anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. so there's plenty of people who... Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, it's, you know... It's pretty... I remember... Where were you on 9-11? I was in the womb listening to it on tape. I mean, on <laughs> headphones through... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I actually rode down Tower Two on a, on a, on a, on a, on a one of my wave of gravel. Memories. Yeah, yeah, my, my earliest memories when I was twenty one. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we're good. We're done. Um, we have a thing that we put at the end of episodes, right? So we don't have to do anything now. Good. Um, I have been uh, Alex makes Alex face, and that has been uh, producery Mick producer. Bay. None of that worked. Bay Bush did nine eleven. Bush did Harambe. Bush did Shrek. Exactly. And Shrek can't be melted without thermite. All right. Uh, have fun. Uh, we we'll see you next time. Bye. 
Hey guys, if you want to support the show, please go to alexcast.com, Alex with two X's. If you want to find us on social media, go to alexcast.com, at the AlexCast on Twitter, and producer Michael can be found where are we going? Uh, Facebook.com slash IOTA or SoundCloud.com slash Real IOTA. Those things. What evening. Jelko. When the fourth round would. Don't you call in the.